The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron White here. I'm here with Andrew Cohen. Andrew, welcome. Glad to be with you. You're a spiritual teacher. Love that title, by the way. Wish I could have a title like that someday. Uh, Want to learn about that, but more importantly, you're author of Evolutionize Earth Day. Tell us about your title, spiritual teacher. Love it. Uh, well, uh, you know, spiritual teacher means all kinds of things. but uh, To all kinds of people, I might add. It means all kinds of things to all kinds of people. <laughs> but uh, but it, it, what it, it generally supposed to mean is that, uh, you know, the greatest... All the mystics from all the religious traditions have told us that the, the ultimate truth about the nature of reality is that there's only one and there's not two. And that, that seems to be, uh, it seems to be the, the perennial truth is that apparently the deepest experience about the nature of reality that a human being can have is an experience of, 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 a, of an absolute singularity or of, a, of an, an ultimacy. And the nature of that ultimacy is, is a kind of oneness. So... I, I suppose people like me are, are, here, are here and have been here throughout history to tell people that, that everything's okay because the ultimate truth is that, is, that, is that we're all part of one process and that we're not really alone. Evolutionary enlightenment puts the, the, uh, the traditional realization of the mystic, which as we've been saying, is the insight or the understanding that the ultimate truth about the nature of reality is, is that we're all part of one process, is that there's one truth. Uh, it, it, puts us, it puts it in the context of cosmic evolution. And, uh, uh, and I believe that evolution is really the, the biggest new idea that's come along in the last 200 years. And evolution means we're, we're on a moving train, we're all part of a process that's going somewhere. And uh, the good news about evolution is that we're going somewhere new. Um, the... the Entire creative process was a leap from nothing, from primordial emptiness uh, that gave rise to a material universe, to energy and matter. And energy and matter gave rise to life, and life gave rise to mind, and mind gave rise to culture. And here we are having a conversation talking about it. So that, that if, we, if we look at evolution that way, we, really, we realize that we're, that we're all part of a process that's going somewhere new. And evolutionary enlightenment really... Uh, points us to this truth that we're that we're that we're all going somewhere together on a journey together, and I'm trying to get people interested in taking responsibility for where we're going. Hmm. Fascinating, and I want to hear lots. Of, I have lots of questions for you. In your mind, is is this is this one truth something we discover along the journey, or is the one truth something that's bestowed upon us by a higher meeting as we go through the journey? Well, I think it's something that we discover, and um, you know, all uh, philosophers and mystics throughout history have uh, have wanted to understand, you know, uh, and experience life at a deeper level. And, and generally, they ask 
the the big questions like you know uh, who am I really you know what is the what is the meaning of life uh, what is, what is the purpose of existence and so they 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 question all the things that their culture has told them and they begin to look look beyond what they've been told in order to see if they can d- discover or have a direct or immediate experience of reality itself and I think that it's that uh, the, it's the yearning in the human experience to have a, a very deep uh, experience of reality that ultimately, you know, yields these moments of, of, of insight or, or very deep clarity. Tell us a little bit about evolutionary enlightenment and tie us in with, with, with that whole sort of, you know, your, your examination of environmental issues and how that, in the context of evolutionary enlightenment. Well, because I'm interested in, in evolutionary enlightenment, I'm, I'm interested in, in, you know, in, evo- in everything that has to do with the whole notion of, of evolution. So, um, I see that the environmental uh, crisis that we're facing, you know, as a as as a result of if we look back as as a as a big leap forward, and that big leap forward was the was the birth of modernism, the Western Enlightenment, which gave rise to the Industrial Revolution, and the Industrial Revolution made it possible for millions and millions of human beings who who were who were living really life lives at the level of of, of slaves more or less. To, to rise up and to be able and, and to become middle class and to gain access not only to uh, uh, to a higher standard of living but to to, ed, but to education etc and but the industrialization which which made it possible for us to to change the human experience in ways that we couldn't have even imagined has also wreaked, wreaked havoc on the planet and so you see that the 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 Western Enlightenment mo- modernism and the industrial revolution is both a great blessing. And also occurs, and I, I see right now that um, that it seems that uh, because part of evolution, human beings experience evolution as a as a drive towards innovation. Human beings are the only life forms or only species that are driven to innovate and come up with new ideas and new possibilities. And so, I also see at the same time as we're we're being challenged with uh, with with the consequences of the ravages of modernism. Uh, as a response to it, we we seem to be coming up with a lot of very interesting and innovative ideas about what we can do about it. So I'm 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 seeing this as all part of, part of the arc of evolution itself. And of course, like everyone else, I'm f- crossing my fingers that we're going to figure out how to get through this before b- before it does too much damage <laughs> or more damage. <laughs> exactly. Um, talk a little bit about the tie-in with with spirituality in this and the and, and the journey. You know, why do you feel we need some sort of new spirituality? Well, because the old spirituality told us more or less. You know, in in the West, they said, "Well, if you live a if you live a moral life, you'll get to go to heaven when you die." And in the East, they say, "If you if you meditate very deeply, then you'll be able to to experience and go to some nirvanic place that will free you from uh, embodied existence." And I think. Uh, most of the religious traditions and the mystical schools uh, of the past were pointing us to to some to a, a heavenly realm, uh, a realm of peace and joy and happiness that exists beyond the world. So most religious traditions tended to be, uh, uh, you know, anti-worldly in a sense because the, the ultimate promise they held for us what we were going to experience when we die. And so the new evolutionary spirituality tells us that in fact. 
um, it, it, it says that in the context of deep time, if we say the universe has been around for about you know 14 billion or 13.7 billion years, we can say it's taken the universe more or less 13.7 billion years to give rise to highly evolved sentient life be, uh, life forms with uh, uh, with that have a capacity for complex thinking, for self-reflective awareness, and it's only in human consciousness that really the entire evolutionary process can awaken to itself or become conscious of itself because when you, as an individual or I as an individual, become aware of evolution, when we begin to understand it, feel it, see it, experience, you know, the, the enormous uh, span of time that has produced the experience that we're having right now, we could say the, the evolutionary process is literally awakening to itself. So from that point of view, it really, we could say that the universe is just beginning to wake up to itself through us, more or less, right now, you know, in the last couple of hundred years, 200 years, 100 years, 50 years. And uh, it would seem that, um, that the place we really want to be is really here in this body, you know, in this life. There's really nowhere else to go. This is really where the action is. And so the new evolutionary enlightenment tells us the ultimate the ultimate goal of of, uh, of 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 spirituality really is 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 to be where we are and be very excited about where we're going and take responsibility from where we're going rather than be concerned about where we're going to go after we die. You were the editor in chief for an award winning international magazine called Enlighten Next for for about eighteen years or so. Um, tell us about that experience, and I want to ask as well. Could you could you tell us sort of? You know, when we use the word spirituality in our Western mentality, we think of religion and we think of church. We think of, you know, uh, you know, finding, uh, you know, uh, some sort of uh, deep understanding that there's a power above us. Uh, what is your feeling on that? You know, where do you stand? You, you're, you're talking as if you're a philosopher, an educator, and a, and a and someone adhering to spiritual guidelines, but of of tell us where you stand on on those issues. Well, the thing is that the, the great religious traditions, um, which you know, which which generally came into being, you know, three thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, one thousand years ago, which told us that there was a, a spiritual being, a divine being that exists somehow beyond the world that was uh, directing traffic here in the world, and of course, Western science has proved to us that that you know, was never true. That's what's called mythical or magical thinking. Mm-hmm. And so in the new evolutionary approach to, uh, to, to spirit, we realize that the energy and intelligence that created the universe and is creating the universe, that which caused the Big Bang to happen, <clears throat> that the, the, the nature of the drive to exist, you know, one recognizes, we, we could say, is, is inherently a, a, a spiritual uh, uh, spiritual in the sense that we can recognize evolution, we can interpret it as a desire to exist. Because if we, if we say, well, you know, before the universe existed, before the material universe, there was nothing, there was only primordial emptiness. And then we see from that primordial emptiness, there was this huge, huge explosion, which gave rise to those three big bangs I was speaking about earlier, from, you know, from, from nothing to energy and matter, and then to life and then to mind. It seems that there's something that's trying to happen here. So what now we would call spirit is the, dry, is the creative drive in the universe to give rise to ever greater complexity. Uh, that's what I would choose to call spirit, as the, the creative motive or the creative force of becoming in the universe. Not, not some divine being that exists outside the process, but really 
but really who we are at our very best, because at our very best, human beings are very creative, and the, the greatest architects of human history were very creative individuals in all fields of human endeavor that gave, that, 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 that gave rise to uh, potentials in art and science and, and politics you know, and philosophy and spirituality that never existed before. And so it's this drive towards creativity that in this new evolutionary spirituality we, we call the new spirituality the new mysticism. Wonderful answer and quite interesting. I almost feel like there needs to be a new camp of of, of spirituality, and perhaps as I dig deeper, uh, maybe that's exactly what you're presenting here. And it's this sort of e- evolutionary, like we have Catholicism and you know Protestant. You know, you're an evolutionaryist or something that well, believes in, in a different source of 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 energy and drive and a more logical more in tune with, with really what's happening. Is that accurate? Again, and that was a pigeon no, English explanation, but it's did, did that make accurate, sense to you? The point is here that, you know, up until relatively recently in human history, our perception of reality was that history was static, that nature was static, that the universe was static. And, of course, we found out, you know, that, that the, especially we found out in the, in the 20th century, and even more the second half of the 20th century, that not only is the universe not static, but it's getting bigger all the time. We're finding out more and more that there's more and more and more of it. And we're finding out it's 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 uh, it's it's also in a creative process, and we real we understand more how biological life is part of a creative process, and how the birth of mind gave rise to culture is also part of a creative process, and so that's what the 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 religions didn't know that they didn't they they saw that we were part of a static cosmos and a, you know in a static nature and a static culture, and we realized that's not true. So in this new evolutionary approach. To spirituality, it's all very future-oriented because if we're going somewhere, ultimately we want to take responsibility for where we're going, especially in a world that uh, in, in which we see need, needs improvements in so many areas. You know, it's not a God on high that's going to make those improvements. It's you and me right here and now. Let's take a station break, and, and we'll be back in, in just a few minutes with some fascinating discovery here on where we're going and why we're going there. Really, this has been fantastic. Just a quick break, everyone, back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Warning, listening to WebmasterRadio.fm daily may cause webmaster insomnia and an increase in your company's profits. WebmasterRadio.fm, stay up with us all night long. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Andrew, thanks for being on the show today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so I've done some pretty good challenging here, but let's talk about the greatest obstacle that you're seeing right now for uh, embracing this evolutionary enlightenment. Uh, you know that, that you're that you're trying to to bring bring to us all. So the the obstacles would be uh, many. For example, the the great religious traditions, for example. Uh, 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 would have problems with the whole notion of evolution because it, it often questions the, the the mythical stories about creation uh, that they adhere to. So many of the great religious traditions would have problems with the whole notion of evolution and do have problems with the whole notion of evolution. Then there are uh, schools within uh, the, our science community that would say uh, that that are very convinced that that uh, that. You know, evolution is more or less uh, accidental. That we're really meandering around, and nothing uh, that and, and that there is really no direction to the process. So that, those would be individuals that would have questions with this. Um, and also, I think uh, in, in part of our postmodern culture, there there is a fear of big ideas. You know, there, the, the the fact because the thing is, evolution is a, is a, is a big idea. When you really awaken to it, it gets you very excited about about being alive right now because you realize we're, you know, there's a big direction that's made it possible for, for us to have the experience we're having right now. But a lot of postmodern intellectuals, you know, uh, are, are very suspicious about big ideas and don't necessarily, I think, think all big ideas are dangerous. So I think those would be three examples, individuals from some, uh, that uh, adhere to the mythical and magical thinking of the great traditions, certain schools of, uh, 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 in, in science, and also postmodern intellectuals might all have trouble with, with, with this new big idea. I've been really quite disgusted, and I'm sure you have as well, with some of the, uh, you know, the media, you know, churning the, 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 the global warming, uh, you know, challenge we, we clearly have now into this, uh, you know, this sort of denial phase and the evidence is in fact that, you know, ice caps are in fact growing in size in certain places in the world and this is all <laughs> hype and myth. I mean, I'm sure that this has been really almost painful for you to hear. You know, evolution is, is clearly, if you look at the, the amount of, you know, uh, the damage being done to the environment as a result of China alone single-handedly and the pollution in the air, I mean, you know what has been your reaction to all of that? You know, are we are we in a denial phase? Are we are we at the peak of our denial phase now? Well, 
I don't know if we're at the peak of the denial phase, but I think that it is hard to take in the the overwhelming nature of the of the uh, of the degradation of the environment and especially what's happening with the with the warming of the planet. I mean, it is it's hard to take in. It's hard. It's hard. It, it's so frightening. It's so overwhelming that I think probably uh, most of us are in a state of denial. And because also the powers that be are too busy with other problems uh, to take this very seriously. So the, the, it's because the powers that be uh, uh, don't, aren't in a position to take this very seriously. I guess it, it, it kind of gives a direct or indirect signal that maybe it's not that big a problem, but obviously, but obviously it is. I do, I do have a lot of belief in, in our capacities for innovation, and I think that if we really uh, uh, organized ourselves and got very focused on, on dealing with this problem, we could do it. And the only what does scare me is that that might not happen because there because uh, other things might seem to be more important, and then it might be too late. What can be gained with the with a greater uh, philosophical understanding of, of of this enlightenment that you that you're speaking about? Well, I, the whole idea here is that. Um, uh, for example, a lot of politicians are worried about local problems. They're worried about their local problems and their national problems. When you when you embrace this, a big perspective like this, you realize that you're you, that you know we're, that our human experience has been produced by a cosmic process. The cosmic process uh, gave rise to a, a biological process, and the biological process uh, eventually made it possible for us to you know to become aware of the fact that we're part of a global process and part of a cosmic process so it means we get to see beyond our local boundaries we begin to see beyond uh, our our national boundaries our our ethnic boundaries uh, and begin to begin to recognize we're part of a global process but even more than that is we begin to see we're part of a cosmic process and when you're a- when you're able to see your own experience from these very big perspectives it, you, we we can take in that some of these problems are, are they're, they're global problems, they're not local ones. What might surprise us as we join this journey to to enlightenment? Well, I think what might surprise us is is the uh, is the fact that things are the biggest thing I think they're going to surprise people is that and what most people don't know about is in spite of all the problems that we're facing right now. For more human beings that have, that, than has ever been in all of human history, things are better than they've ever been. Uh, the more human beings ha- have access to, to education, to, to a, a much higher standard of, of living, to personal and political freedoms uh, and, uh, than ever before. And the, the world is a less violent place uh, uh, than it has ever been. And so from, uh, from the big-picture perspective, things, in spite of all the enormous problems that we're facing, what most people don't know is that things are better than they've ever been, and that is what's most surprising. And I think if that's true, and it is true, I think that, that should give us some confidence in, in our capacity to be able to uh, grapple with some of these overwhelming problems. Let's take a station break and, and back in just a minute. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. As you know, being an expert at f- What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f- Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f- performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. 
Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Before we uh, ask you um, for contact information and, and how to how to join the, the revolution, or the evolution, I should say, <laughs> the, the evolutionarily the evolutionary uh, revolution that you're leading. I'm curious about your your actual personal life. Do you you make a living doing? What you're doing right now? Tell tell us about that. Well, yeah, I mean, what I do is I uh, I I give talks. I travel. I just got back from. I was on a trip for two weeks. I was in New York, uh, Stockholm, Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Amsterdam. I just got back, so I I teach. I speak. I travel. I I lead re- retreats in Europe and in America, and in India. And I, I write I write books and I write blogs and I speak to people like you. I'm I'm at I'm at this twenty four seven. Hmm. Fascinating. And how long have you been doing this? You you left your position as editor in chief of Enlighten Next, uh, which you held for eighteen years. Um, when did well, you I've leave been, that position? How teaching. long have you been focused I've been on teaching the, for twenty speaking years, circuit? And the the magazine was really a, a part of what I was doing. Mm, was, I see. Was, so this is really an extension of, was, of, of that. Wonderful, fantastic. Um, well, tell us, tell us who you would like to get a hold of you, and how people can connect with you, um, and and how they can access your book. Well, my website is uh, www.andrewcohen.org, and if people are interested in my uh, new book, they can get it at www.evolutionaryenlightenment.com. Terrific! I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. It's been a real joy to talk to you. Well, thanks again. It was a real joy, frankly, to talk with you as well. I really applaud what you're doing in the enlightenment you're you're uh, you're you're trying to bestow upon the world. So, thank you. Thanks so much. again. 
Until next week, everybody, I hope your life is a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Thanks for tuning in to the Life Ship Show. We'll see you next week. <laughs>